today God is going to use us to bless his children. Hallelujah. Yesterday we, but we are going to pray wherever you are, just in a language of the Spirit, wherever you are, begin to speak in a language of the Spirit. If you can speak in tongues, I want you to lift up your voice and speak in tongues. For the scripture said that he will speak in tongues, speak at mysteries, mysteries unto Christ. You want to lift up your voice and speak in tongues. If you cannot speak in tongues and you can bless the name of God, you want to adore God wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We are still Amen. praying once more again. You see, we are praying. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are praying. We are praying. You want to find out that they were giving excuses, and the excuse was like, it was not my fault, but it was the fault of the woman. And the woman also said, it was not my fault, but it was the fault of the serpent, the devil. And Bible said that God. God told them that from this day, I mean, the serpent, you and the woman, there will always be a war against the two of you. That the woman will defeat you by crushing your head and you will bite the heels of the woman. The, I mean, in, in, I'm saying a woman because out of the womb of the woman, that man comes out. So that is what I'm the reason why for that is why I always say women are very important when it comes to the kingdom of God, when it comes to the kingdom business, because a woman can make you and make you. That is just by the way. But I want to talk about the serpent. You see, when the devil was going, he took he, he went in the form of a serpent that means he took the nature of a serpent and went there one of the things that the enemy used to destroy things from people or to destroy the life of young ones sometimes you will see that in your dreams you have dreams and the dreams will be like there is a dog chasing you there is a cow or there is an animal chasing you the the enemy uses animals to operate most at times it's the same thing happy because the devil can never operate on this earth realm until he finds something on this earth realm that belongs to the earth that he can use to operate so when the enemy wants to destroy is either he destroyed through the animals or human being on earth to destroy a fallen human being so this between snake and the woman there is always a war because spiritually the reason why i'm explaining this for us to get it because of the vision that i i had whilst we were praying spiritually i saw that there was a snake that was following that was monitoring the movement of somebody here and the lord ministered to me that we should pray and crush the head of this snake so that it will stop monitoring the movement because anytime there is a good news coming on the way then the animal will come and monitor the movement and will go and give an information to any count. But tonight, once grace has appeared, grace has appeared to destroy the works of the enemy. That is what Jesus came to do, to destroy the work of the enemy. So we are praying and we are telling God that any form of animal that have been set 
to monitor our movement to see and watch us in the form of a snake we want to lift up our voice and the other time the scripture said that job said that i have has swallowed a lot of things by and today you will vomit it out because spiritually i'm seeing a, a, an animal in this form of a serpent swallowing certain worth of people like you see that when the person place money there then you will realize that the person the the, the the animal will come and swallow the money and the person does not see anything good about his or her finances but we are praying and we are telling god that in the name of jesus by the power of the holy ghost and the power through the name of jesus as we lift up our voice to pray any animal in the form of a snake that is monitoring our movement any animal in a form of a snake that is vomiting our worth today as we lift up our voice to pray let the consuming fire of god consume this animal consume this animal in the name of jesus there are three ways to work on your prophetic word one of them is true prayer that when you pray when you pray you are working on your prophetic word that means you are reminding god of that which he has said because when you pray you pray with the word of god and bible said that god has set his word above him he won't do anything aside his word so the other time daniel was searching through the scriptures then he said and he went to see the prophetic word and that it was it has written in that israel needs to come out from egypt they need to come out from slavery they need to come out from from where they are they need to come out and bible said that the young man saw that it, and calculated that that is the time and that is the season so how did they come out he thought he, he he didn't go there and tell them that hey you have to come out but the young man went into prayer with god and he was praying to remind god because it is god that takes you out from where you are it is god that makes the prophecy or the prophetic way to manifest it is not you it is not your work it is the work of god because he has said his word therefore he watches for his word to manifest that is why he said his word will never come to him but until it has accomplished every task it has to to to, to accomplish so Daniel went to remind God of his prophetic word he gave to the people of Israel. So one of the ways to remind God or to cause your prophecy to manifest or to work on your prophetic word is prayer. I pray, pray 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 You need to pray. You need to pray. Recently, I gave a prophetic word to one family member. The person was very close. Is one thing about people very close to you is that sometimes you think you say something and they take it for granted and like oh he's my brother he's my cousin he's my sister he's my mother he's my father uh okay whatever he has said okay okay i'll work on it you work on it see there was a prophetic word for one one family member very close to me and a prophetic word was that that person will conceive and the person conceived 
and it came to pass but the person did not pray much about it and 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 all of a sudden the person had miscarriage and i was praying the person told me and said wasn't god who said that i would conceive why is that god i have allowed the enemy to take this thing away from me and have why and i like i was like it's not god it's not god who allowed it i mean we did not work on the prophetic word once we saw it that one percent or ten percent of it has manifested we decided to relax because listen the enemy does not relax the devil has never had a day to sleep the devil has never had a day to rest there's one thing i always put in by the back of my mind that the devil does not rest when it comes to my issue when it comes to me and him he doesn't rest so there is no way i have to rest for the devil to take advantage of me there is no way so anytime when people see me that i'm doing something for it's not because that people of god i don't have anything else to do but the thing is that the devil does not rest. From the day that I gave my life to Christ, he has seen that I will be a weapon. I will be, I will threaten the kingdom of the enemy. So he will not rest until he succeeds whatever he has to do. So therefore, as for me, I can't also rest. I can't rest. I can't rest. There was a time that I had, I had to take a holiday leave and, and, when I took the holiday, right after that, I went home, it was weekend, and the Holy Spirit ministered to me that you are fasting. I'm like, hey, Tafiakwa, hey, I'm like, how possible? I need to go on a holiday leave. Like, I need to have a little bit of fun. My head, there's a lot of stuff. God, I can go on a holiday and still do, 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 do your work. And I, I fasted. I have to listen to God. You see, one thing is that during last year, I have to share testimony. I want you to believe that prayer works, and I want you to believe that any gathering that you get, you have to, you have to take it serious. So one thing is that last year, the enemy decided to attack my mother. Before I didn't know that the fasting was going to happen. I mean, the fasting was was taking ahead of me or was going ahead. To destroy a lot of staffs so one last year my mother was very sick and she has to, we have to fly her she was she wants she loved to stay in ghana so we have to fly back, her back to europe because she didn't want to stay in europe she has never had fun staying in europe she wants to stay in ghana so we have to fly her back to to europe to, for her to do some medical checks out and when i prayed i saw a whole lot of nasty stuffs in the realms of the spirit i'm like how can this be i thought the plan of these people will have destroyed and god told my son they have never rested on you and your family so you can't assume the only thing is that we assume that it has to be this but you see, you don't assume in the realms of the spirit. There is nothing like assumption. Assumption is in the economical, economic world. That is why economists are able to tell you we assume. I, I am economist. I have done economics. Economists will tell you we assume of this. But in the realms of the spirit, there is nothing like assumption. No. I see. I sense. I am hearing. And you follow up to that. You follow up to that so prayer is one of the ways to keep your prophetic way prayer is one of the ways to keep your prophetic way we are praying because the reason why i'm saying that i'm 
I'm seeing a whole lot of prophetic word that is hanging. And these things need to manifest. These things need to manifest this year. Most of us has received prophetic word this year, in the beginning of this year. You've come here, Apostle has given you a prophetic word. There have been ministrations that you have received prophetic word and you have not seen the manifestation. It is not the fault of the prophet because the prophet delivers what God has said and he goes. But the thought is that you have decided not to work on your prophetic word because you, your work you are doing on a prophetic word is you are going on a vacation. You are you are taking you are taking uh, some coke. You are watching a movie. You are going to the cinema. You see, people of God, I can tell you. Sometimes I love to have these fans and I love to go to watch movies. And when my friends at work ask me, How, "Can't you go with us this weekend to watch movies?" and I I check through my timetable. I'm like. Charlie, it is packed. It's one meeting after one meeting. And the thing is that I can go and come back and do the meeting. But I it's not it's not a classes meeting that I am a teacher, I'm going to teach. So it's not like I open the, the book, uh, my theology, uh, sorry, let's say I open my economics book that I and I see the 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 the, the economic thing, the topic, then I just chew everything in, in my mind i would just go but you see when it comes to the word of god and it comes to the ministry before you can come and deliver the word of god to his children you need to spend my time and pray and listen to what god is saying it's not that you just open the bible and bam that is all then you get the revelation no sometimes god needs to speak to you first personally because the word that you are bringing to the people god needs to tell you so i i, I can tell them that i can't go for the the i can't i can't be there and they're like you you're always you're always uh disappointing us when it comes to you i'm like you won't understand me it is not my fault because my my my, my time is packed and i have to work because my case is different from your case your case the enemy is gentle on you but when it comes to my case he is not gentle on me so i have to work so prayer is one of the ways that we can use to 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 protect our prophecy and want us to lift up a prayer here you are telling god you are reminding god of any prophetic word that has been given to you this year listen when the prophetic word is given to you this year and God says it has to manifest this year, there is no way that it has to manifest in 2023 next year. No, because God is not a man to lie. So if he says it has to manifest this year, that means that it has to manifest. If it is not manifesting, then there is something wrong, something that is going on. And Daniel prayed and it was it. The, because Daniel was a man that prays and God answers. And he has prayed and it's like, the prayers, where is it? It is not coming. I mean, what is wrong? Daniel went to ask God again and God realized, no, there is something wrong. The prayers that the man is praying, something is re re restricting it. Tonight, you want to pray and tell God that any prophetic word, because I'm seeing a lot of prophetic word in the realms of the spirit that is hanging, that people are supposed to Let me give you one person. I'm seeing that you, the, the prophetic word is hanging, and I've seen the 
Thank you, Lord. The Lord has written 2022, and I'm saying it like 2022 prophecy. And it's like you are jumping, and when you jump, you want to catch or you want to get hold of that prophetic word. But when you jump, your hand just hit it and it bounced to the left and it bounced to the right. And the Lord is telling me that you will need grace to cause this prophetic word to manifest. You are praying and we are telling God. God bless you, Apostle, for this meeting. You will need grace to cause this prophetic word to manifest. I told you yesterday that I'm going to let you know that there are levels of grace. There are levels of grace. There are levels of grace. And I, I, whatever I'm going to tell you, I, one way or the other, I have witnessed that in my life. And, and you, you, I'm going to tell you much about it because the word of God has to transform us before we can even preach about it. So we are telling God that, Lord, any prophetic word that I will need this year, 2022, to manifest in my life, God may cause it to manifest wherever my prophetic word is hanging. Anybody that I've gotten hold of my prophetic word, anything that I've gotten hold of my prophetic word, Lord, cause it to manifest in the name of Jesus. May we lift up our voice and begin to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I just want us to go to the word, then we go, then we go. Hallelujah early today because i'm looking at my time and what i have to say i think i have to speed up with that okay so yesterday we talked about grace that i said that i said a whole lot of stuff but today i want you to know that grace is an exclusive reverse of god grace is an exclusive reverse of god and you know we all know that grace is something that is unmerited favor but you see he does not give it on a merit that when it comes to grace when it comes to grace we have always been taught that the grace is an unmerited favor i mean we we all know we have been taught grace is unmerited favor and we go to i mean to check the teacher's grace unmerited favor that is god giving you what you are not qualified for or putting you on a line which it is not yet your turn and that is that is a merited field this is a part of it not it's totally because you can and one thing that i want you to know that you can end favor without grace you can end favor without grace you can work out favor and not have grace you can work out favor and not have grace you see when we say you can you cannot end grace that is the moment you have grace, you can enjoy favor. But there is nobody that ends grace. It is God that gives grace. Grace cannot be earned. You can have favor, you can end, but grace is given by God. So you cannot work out to have grace. That you will use your strength to work and get that grace. No. I mean, grace is given to God. He gives it. So when the grace of God comes on a man, what does what he receives is that he enjoys the favor. So the grace will come upon the man and he will enjoy favor. So you can have favor without grace. Some people will be enjoying favor, but they are not enjoying grace. They are not enjoying grace. But you see, grace is, is, is something that is exclusive reserve of God, reserve of God. 
So you can have favor with Anuanu. So people talk about, I have grace and I have the favor. No, there is different between the favor and the grace. There is different between the favor and the grace. So grace is the grace is something that God used to help man. A man cannot do anything on his own. Therefore, God offered His Son. The the, only, the truth is that man could not have saved himself. Man could not have saved himself. But it is God that offered His Son to man for man to be saved. So, God chose, God offered Jesus Christ to us so that He can reconcile us to Him. So he chose to extend grace to a raceless world through his death and the barrier and the resurrection. So that is what Apostle Paul explains why all of humanity needs grace. He later addresses the consequence of sin as well as God's response to our, our sin. For when you read Romans 3 verse 20, he said that for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So everybody sinned and we all came short of the glory of God. And his sin is like a virus and humanity had been infected with it. So God had had a mess on his hands, a mess of epic proportion. God chose to widen it in, in to clean up the mess sin he had created. We needed to be rescued from this resource of sin. We needed to be rescued. And it was only God that could rescue us. No other person. You could see somebody trying to say that uh, I am working. I'm working on myself. Listen, if God has to give you that grace to where you cannot do one on yourself, you cannot do on yourself. You cannot. So he, he gave Jesus to us so that we work through jesus we work through his son to receive this to receive this that is why when you read romans 3 he said that for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord so wages are what we earn or we deserve based on our effort or performance when you and i work the wages that we, we, we earn is based on our effort and performance the free gift is is a free gift is something that is bestowed onto onto mankind mankind okay so that is what grace is about so quickly i just want you to know the level of grace the level of grace grace are in levels grace are in levels so when we say grace are in level the first one that i want you to know is that we have the general grace we have the general grace that everybody is having and the general grace that we have can we open to Titus chapter 2 verse 11 i just want to read it he said for the grace of god that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men all men all men this is a general grace to everybody it has appeared but there are some people that this grace has appeared and you don't want to receive it I mean, when this grace appeared, the only thing for you to work out is just say that you have accepted the Lord as your personal Savior, accept Jesus in your heart. He comes to leave you and you enjoy this grace. Listen, this general grace that we are talking about, everybody have it. Everyone is having this grace. But only those that have not accepted Jesus Christ are not having this grace. 
The general grace is about our salvation. It's about our salvation. See, this level of grace that we refer to as the general grace is about our salvation. It's where the journey of grace actually begins. So, when you accept Jesus Christ, that is when grace actually begins for in your life. That is the beginning of grace. It is not attained by merit, but you have to accept Jesus Christ. It's not attained by merit. That is, it is not attained by merit, but it is available to whoever believes in Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. That's why earlier when I was saying that grace, grace is not something merit. I mean, He has provided it to us, but once He has provided, it doesn't mean say you have to automatically when He provides you you have to receive it but you have to accept and believe jesus so that means that you have to walk to him and tell him that i have seen that you have provided grace for us and i've seen the benefit of it and i've seen that this grace i would need it in my life so therefore can you help me to get this grace that that i would need in my life that is when we go to jesus and tell him that God, because Jesus cannot force you to come and receive him. No, the grace is there, but we have to go there. We have to go to him so that we can receive this grace. We can receive this grace. For the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 says, For by grace ye for, for by grace all ye saved through faith, that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. So we have all been saved by this general grace. So Aid, I believe that anybody that is here have been saved by this grace. That if you have if you have accepted Jesus Christ, then you are having this general grace, this general grace in your life. And this is the basic starting point to experience any other level of grace. So for you to experience all other level of grace, you firstly need to accept this general grace that has been given to Christ. You can access the other level of grace if you don't have this grace. You cannot accept it. It's very, very difficult. If you don't have this grace, you cannot access all this. If you don't have the salvation, if you don't access the salvation grace, if you are not saved, you cannot access any level of grace. It is very important for every believer and everybody here to be saved by the grace of God. It is very important to run to Jesus. It is very important to run to the grace because if you lose your life, if you don't go and accept Jesus, if you don't accept him and you die today, you, you have to get to know that you are not going to live with him, but you are going to live with the father of all lies, who is the devil and the devil has been judged. So anybody that does not accept Jesus and believe in him and wants Jesus to be his Lord and master savior, that person has also been judged. So without this grace, you cannot access any other grace. So the general grace is a starting point in our life. And I believe all that we are here have accepted this general grace and we are enjoying this. That is why we have. And two, another grace that we I want you to know that there is a great grace. Aside the general grace, there is a great grace. There's another level 
can we open to our chapter 4 verse 33 as chapter 4 verse 33 okay can we open there please can someone post that for me as chapter 4 verse 33 okay all right let me read from and he said with great grace with okay sorry let me read he said and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the lord jesus and great grace was upon them all and great grace was upon them all so there is a great grace that comes upon someone's life there is a great grace that comes upon our life you see when you take note that the great grace that apostle paul was referring that came upon the disciples in response to their fervent prayers in the early as chapter 4 verse 31 in the early as chapter 4 verse 31 the bible said that when they had prayed listen, that's why yesterday i said that you see you cannot receive this grace by sleeping on your bed but it comes great grace come when you have prayed great grace come when you have prayed great grace does not come when you are sleeping great grace does not come when you are watching netflix great grace does not come when you are watching prime videos great grace does not come when you are watching soccer matches great grace does not come when you are walking around when you are you, you, you are going to the cinema when you are eating but great grace come when you have prayed when you have prayed it was when the apostles present after this prayer the place was shaking where they were assembled together you don't know what prayers can do prayer can shake any grounds prayer can shake any environment prayer can shake any foundation so when they prayed there was a shaking some of us we want a shaking in our life but we don't want to pray we want something to happen but we don't want to pray we woke up in the morning the only prayer we pray in our life the 24 hours the only prayer you can pray is god i thank you for gift of life i thank you for my family i thank you please i commit my life into your hands amen that is all the rest of the hours are for other things the rest hours are for other things. There was a shaking after the prayers. You want a shake in your life, but you don't want to pray. Then what kind of shake do you want? I don't know. There is uh, the, maybe you are looking for the the, the bottles, the, the the drinks that they write shake before you drink. Maybe that shake is what you are you are you are you are looking after or you are after i think that is that shake but you see bible said that there was a shake instantly there was a shake the place was shaking where they were of some because the place could not even contain the prayer the heat there the holy ghost the fire there so can you tell me any believer that is always praying that is always spending time to pray do you think the enemy can come around and come the bible said when they were there i you not see where the bible have written there was an enemy over there if the place was shaking the enemy the the, the enemy could see the, the 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 gravity and could see the pressure and could feel the heat so they could not get to that place they could not get to that place they could not get to that place so the place 
was filled. He said, and when they have pray, prayed, the place was shaken and where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. You want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, but you don't want to pray. Oh, Jesus. You want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, but you don't want to spend time to pray. You don't want to spend time to pray, but you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost comes when we pray. Holy Ghost comes when we kabah. Holy Ghost comes when we are praying in the Spirit. That is when the Holy Ghost will come. Jesus knew that the Holy Ghost will come upon them when they have to pray. He said, you see, there were a lot of things that happened in this scripture. First of all, the prayers shook the things, the ground, and later they was filled. They were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they they spoke they spoke the word of God with boldness. This is the reason why most of us we are afraid to speak the word of God is that we don't pray before even we go to speak the word of God to people. We don't spend time to pray. You see, when you spend time to pray, when you spend time to pray, when you spend time to pray, today my emphasis on prayer, my emphasis is on prayer because God is calling a generation to spend time to pray. Prayer is not always about requesting. Now, the Bible did not say they were requesting something from God, but they were having communion with God. They were having an intimacy with God. So they were just praying in tongues. They were praying in the Holy Ghost. They were up in the morning they were praying in the holy ghost they did not say god we need something god because they i believe they all had family so they were not looking at what they would need what their family would eat i was thinking about this scripture that uh, didn't they have family they had family to work peter was didn't peter had a family peter had a family everybody had a family but these people have spent time to pray some of us sometimes you need to get time for yourself and pray i know family is very important we all love to have family but there are times that God wants to call you, meet you one-on-one. -on -one. Put all the family affairs aside. Let someone else handle that family affair. Let your father, your mother, your sister, that handle that family affair. But you have been called to pray for the family. You have been called to wake up to pray. If you don't pray, something bad will happen. Let them do the administration and you do the spiritual aspect because they all have family. I believe that Apostle Peter had family, but he said something then maybe he didn't we didn't see in the scriptures but i believe he took spoke to the wife but listen i god have called me because the reason why i'm saying that it happened in the scriptures in acts when they were called bible said that they were sharing food they saw it to be a distraction that we did not we were not called to share food some of us we were not called to share food we were not called to share food to our family some of us what i mean we were not called to do the work we were not called to work for our family but when we were called was that we were called into the full ministry that we will spend time to pray and pray for the family that we will spend time and intercede so sometimes it's not because we are lazy it's not because we don't want anything to do but you see the ministry is in categories go when god calls people he calls them and we show them what they have to do so apostle peter and the disciples saw that they were distracted from from the sharing of food because they could sit down 
people could not get food and people were complaining and they were crying and they became so emotional but you see the kingdom of god when it comes to the spiritual things it is not emotional it is time to pray so peter and other people were so emotional and that was what the enemy was using them to distract them that they could not spend time to pray but bible said that uh, the holy ghost came upon them and once they were filled they made a decision that they said that uh, can we choose people that is when they chose Stephen even when they were choosing Stephen I was looking at Stephen was a man who was to watch the food even if you have not been called into the food ministry and God has called you to do some job to help your family it doesn't mean that God doesn't want to do anything in the kingdom even Stephen who was a food chair if we are to take to our secondary schools he was his he was the dining hall prophet what does the dining hall prophet has to do with prayer but bible said that Stephen was full with the holy ghost someone would tell me apostle i i apostle i am a pa- I, 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 I am a doctor apostle i am an engineer apostle i am a banker i am a teacher i, I work what does uh, i mean i work i do all these things so i can't get time from the work of god i can't get time to wake up in the midnight and pray do you know something i saw some holy ghost in in the in the man i saw the fire of god in the man that was sharing the food he was doing the social aspect of the life he was doing the, the physical things uh, that he was sharing food for people but he was full with the holy ghost so when he was sharing the food he was also praying he was praying in tongues you can still work and pray you can still go to the work and wake up and pray in the midnight you can still go to the work and fast people of god god does not limit us we are limiting the power of god we are limiting the hand of god we are limiting the move of god we look at our conditions and we say because of my job because of my work i cannot fast but i work with a lot of people who i work with muslims and sometimes when it gets to their time of 40 days of fasting and prayers they still do have work and they are still fasting because they are committed god is calling christians who will be committed to the work of god who will be committed to the things of god because god has called all of us we are the body of christ and the hand and the eyes work together so if your brother has been called into the full ministry if your sister has been called into the full ministry if your mother has been called into the full ministry if your father has been called into the full ministry you also have a work that you have to do you have your part that you have to play you have to do something also don't say that let me leave it on to the pastor let me leave it to my brother let me leave it to my mother some of us we are becoming so ignorant we can't be ignorant of the devices of the enemy sometimes god is waking up and calling you to wake up do something for god you say i have a brother i have a sister i have a father they are praying for me some of them can even say that my pastor my pastor is fasting for me so i can fast where it was it written that a pastor will fast for the congregation but when god is pouring his spirit he pours his spirit on everybody god has called everybody even the dining hall prophet was filled with the holy ghost were filled with the holy ghost they were filled with the holy ghost some of us you have been called into the full ministry you have to get time and get committed to it today i was talking to one woman of god and i i and, and i asked about work and she was like work is okay i mean it's not bad we are we are we are managing we are doing it she asked me so for how is work and i said work is okay but combine it with the work of God is tedious. 
I mean, it's not easy because sometimes you wake up and God wants you to be focused and do something for God. God has shown you a vision. There are certain visions that when God shows to you, it's not 20 minutes that you have to sit down and, 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 and download that. Sometimes it has to take time. But and I, I, when we were talking, I was saying, and God was, well, right after we finished talking and the Lord was ministering and said, so when are you going to enter into the full ministry and stop what you are doing? And I was like, God have mercy. Because some of us, we want to get money. And, and, and we will we, we, we talk about the, 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 the great fathers of the land, the great men of God. We, we want we 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 don't think about when they stop to do the ministry. If they have stopped to do ministry at the age of thirty, I don't know they have. I don't know where they have got into. You wouldn't have encountered the great things that you are seeing now. Some of them stop alongside the line at their twenties, in their twenties, and 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 their their their. their their things some of them spent time they did not do anything again they were committed to it and they had hope the reason why men of god and women of god don't want to enter into the ministry is that they are afraid and they are thinking about what people will say and what they will eat and what the family will say who is going to watch over them but i came here with a rest with a word from god to tell you a man of god a woman of god if god have called you into the ministry please enter into the full-time ministry because god is going to watch over you god is going to look over you god is going to do god is going to cause you to do greater don't think about what you will eat don't think about what you wear god will cause people to sponsor you they will sponsor that which you will eat they will sponsor that which you wear they will even buy flight tickets for you to go on holidays because you have attained to do the work of god God is calling us to do something. God is calling us. So Bible says when they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke the word of God with boldness and the great grace came upon them. You see, to be beneficial of this kind of grace, you must engage in fervent prayer on a constant basis. You cannot afford to be prayer lazy person. No. You must engage yourself in constant prayers constant prayers some of us will pray today tomorrow we won't pray again and 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 we come back and the issues are still there again and we are like no this issue my yeah and call it's not you why i and call what what have you done why are you saying what have you done you haven't done it we need to have a constant time of prayer and another significant thing of interest in this in this scripture when Paul talk about it, is that when this great grace came upon the disciples they never lacked anything as I was saying lack was eliminated from them you see when great grace come upon you you won't lack you won't lack anything you won't lack anything you won't lack anything I was listening to one great man of God bless revenues to that about, and he was like I have never lacked anything when when i decided to follow god there is no day that i've lacked one thing he said he has never lacked and i read the scripture and i compared what apostle i mean it's very true when the great grace came god did not see they lacked. he said they were filled with the holy ghost when when do we see that they they they, they lack something 
you will never lack. So when you go at chapter 4, verse 34 to 35, it talks about he said, Neither was there any among them. I mean, I want you to I want to confirm what I'm saying by the scriptures. Last yesterday I said that I will read the scripture for us to understand. That's chapter 4, verse 34 to 35. We can write it down. He said, Neither was there any among them that lacked. For as many as were possessed of as many that as were possessors of land and of or house sold them and brought the pieces of their things that were sold and laid down under the and and laid down at the apostles' feet and distribution was made unto every man according to as he had as he had need. One one when they were praying. The time that the Holy Ghost came upon them and they were filled with this great grace, they never lacked. They never lacked. God gave to them. They never lacked. He said, nothing was there among them that who lacked. So, the reason why we are lacking is because sometimes we don't pray. We don't pray. We don't pray. We don't pray. When you spend time to pray, God is a man that hears prayers. So, you will not lack. So they prayed and prayed and those great grace came upon them. I'm praying to God that by the end of this Congress, that God will raise men and women that will spend time to pray that this great grace will come upon them. That this great grace will come upon them. When it comes upon you, you don't lack. That is what the great grace is about. That is what the great grace is about. And thirdly, there is a grace that we call the growing grace. The growing grace. There is a grace that we call the growing grace. And this is a level of grace that the scripture can read Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18. Refers to us as the growing grace. The growing grace. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18. He said, But grow in grace. Listen. Now, let Peter, Apostle Peter is telling us something here, but grow in grace. So, after receiving the grace of God, what we are expecting or what God is expecting from us, that we will grow in that grace. So, there is a growing grace, which means that grace does not end. We don't end. We grow always. We grow always. So, Peter said, but grow in grace. And in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to Him be glory both now and forever. We accept Jesus Christ and we don't want to grow in grace again. We think that we are dead and that grace is a process. There is a growing grace that a person needs to encounter. So grace is like any other spiritual gift. Any other spiritual gift is living and active. That is how grace is. It is meant to grow, not to be stagnant. The grace on your life is meant to be grow, not to be stagnant. So when you are you are not growing, you are not growing, then that means that the grace is stagnant. That means that you are frustrating the grace upon your life. Most believers have frustrated the grace upon their life. By not growing in that grace. 
we are not going in that grace. The grace of God deposited into your life is not meant to be stagnant. It is meant to be grow. It is meant to be grow. You have to grow. You have to grow in that grace. That is why Apostle will do, you see, he he wants you to grow. That is why he, he sit down, God will speak to him. Let's have a prayer meeting. Let's have a Bible studies. You see, for that grace in you, you have to grow. You have to always be at the presence of God. Anything that you have to do for yourself, for, for the kingdom of God, for you to grow, you have to do it. If you don't allow this rich deposit of grace in you to grow, you will frustrate it. You frustrate it. Galatians chapter 2 verse 21 says, I do not frustrate the grace. Now Paul is speaking that he does not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the Lord, then Christ is dead in vain. He makes sure that the grace that has been given to him, he will grow in it so that he don't frustrate it at all. He don't frustrate it at all. There are a lot of believers that have frustrated the grace of God. I pray for you that may you not frustrate the grace of God in your life. I pray that by the end of this conference, you will grow in grace through the knowledge and multiply in, you multiply it through the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. You will grow in grace. You will grow in grace. There is a growing grace. You want to tell yourself that I will grow in grace. You want to type and declare, I will grow in grace. I will grow in grace. I will grow in grace. The next thing that I want to talk about, then I will, I will just, then I will pray, we'll pray. Then we will, I mean, I will just talk for then tomorrow. I will, let me just talk. Okay, let me, I think I have time. I can talk about the fourth and the fifth one. Now we have the exceeding grace level exceeding grace we have the exceeding grace there is an exceeding grace exceeding grace is that is unspeakable grace that has no regards for boundaries this exceeding grace it doesn't have regard for boundaries it it also eliminates human impossibilities exceeding grace Exceeding grace is a grace beyond the preset boundaries. Limitless grace. Aban- and abandoned grace. You see, more, more knowledge gives room for more grace. More knowledge gives room for more grace. So 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1 to 2 says that, And grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. More knowledge. More knowledge give rooms for more grace. So go for more knowledge if you want to grow, if you want grace to abound in you. If you want grace to abound in you, you have to go in for more knowledge. You, see, you have to be a man that is always willing to do something. I mean, you have to set the scriptures, you have to know God. And when you are doing this, you are going for more knowledge. And that's when you are going for exceeding grace. That's when you are going for exceeding grace. Like I said in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, it talks about, about growing grace in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, that to him glory and now forever. 
then all and then you see he come first Corinthians chapter 5 uh, first Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10 say that but by the grace of God now this is supposed to Paul speaking but by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain but I labored more abundantly than all yet not I by the grace of God which was with me so as Apostle Paul with exceeding grace he labored many Christians don't want to labor in the body of Christ again we don't want to labor again it's like we want to get things so easily we want to get things so easily it doesn't happen in the kingdom of God if you want to be there then you see honey this some of us we don't we can't even fast for six to six we fast for six to twelve and we are complaining i remember i have a i have a cousin that one day we were fasting i told them that we were fasting and we fast we were fasting from six to six then he was there he slept and woke up around 10 to 12. i think around 10 then he woke up then he went to rush his state and he switched on the television and he was watching and he was like so you said we are fasting to six eh? i'm like yeah six okay sure sure we'll fast we'll fast then he'll come back I, I, we see that the guy was 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 not comfortable he was just moving just going and come back he watched that movie he watched movies more and go and sleep at six to six. You see, people of God, fasting without prayers, eh? You will struggle. You are starving. You are starving. You have to f- get to a time and a day that you want to fast. You want to put everything aside. And it's like no TV. It is the Bible. And you are playing the worship song and you are soaking yourself into the scriptures and you are not looking at time, you are meditating, you are having intimacy with God. By the time you realize the time has passed and you don't even want to move. Now, Apostle says that by the grace of God, I am who that I am. By his grace, which was bestowed on me. So he worked with his grace. But he said, But I labored more abundantly than all. He labored. You want to labor for Christ. Bible said that Ezekiel said, I sought for a man to stand in the gap, but there was no man. Now there is no man to stand in the gap again. There is no man to stand in the gap again. Yesterday, I, I could see that a lot of people, like I also was saying, joins a prayer meeting. That's Pastor Evers' prayer meeting. And I'm like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, God, are these people in to pray or they are in for a miracle are they in to have a time with you or they are in just for their prayers to be answered or their burdens to be answered you see people get to a prayer meeting not to have time with god not to have a moment with god but goes into the prayer meeting so that god will hear them and give them a miracle so when god gives them the miracle that is all the person doesn't pray again he doesn't see the essence of prayer again so now prayer has become answer me do something for me or i will go or i won't serve you again that is how prayer has become prayer has not become a time of laboring and spending with god to have intimacy with god prayer has not become that way it has become 
I want something from you. The grace that we see, it is not that that's so easy. We need to work it. We need to do something. We need to labor so that we can get that grace, so that we can see abundance of that grace. If you want to see abundance, you have to work hard. Train yourself. Develop yourself. Train your spirit. There's a lot of people that our spirit are starving, but our physical body is growing and growing nice. I remember my time on campus. I, I could get to campus and the Holy Spirit would tell me fast and I have to fast. Then I have to take all my trousers and my shirt to, to, to be treated for me. They have to work it on, on it for me so that it will fit me. And I could spend 30 days in fasting, three months fast. Then I will go home thinking that I want to eat and have a, I'm, I'm the type that I like food. I, I really like food. I have to be frank, frank with you. I really like food. I like to eat. But you see, I, one, the, the, I like to eat. But when it comes to me and my fasting, oh boy, that one there is a lie. When it comes to me and my fasting, I remember I was on campus and I was serving my spiritual father. I was fasting as well. He, he sent me to go and buy food for him. I went to buy the food. I went to buy the, I mean, one of his favorite food. And I told the woman to put some meat and I came back and I have to serve him. And this food is, happened to be one of my favorite food as well. And I was serving him and I could hear the enemy saying, and then the enkai break your fast now. And, and my, my spiritual friend was like, hmm, Bishop, there, he said he's fasting, he's fasting, he's fasting, so we have to eat. So this is good, fast, fast, fast. And that time, you see, I work with a man and we all go for prayer meeting and we could pray, we could pray long. But that time, I didn't understand what it means that there is a corporate anointing. See, when we meet together, we can pray long and this corporate anointing can deceive you that you can also pray long. And this man was a man that was has fasted for a long time from his house. He fasted every day. He's like he's fasting, but you won't see. So I thought was we pray long. I got to a time I was thinking that I was okay with him. I mean, we are on the same level. I mean, I, then one day the God told me, "Listen, you are, you are, you are. If we are in class one, you you are in class one, lower, 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 lower." You have to start working on yourself. That was when my fasting began. Then I began to start fasting. Then I started fasting. And I remember I would go and buy food for my spiritual father, come back to the hostel, serve him with the food, and I won't touch the food. I will, he will finish and I'll go and wash the bowls for him. And I'll come back and I'm fasting till six. And I'm fasting till six. And I'm fasting. Just imagine you are fasting. Somebody is preparing food. And you can see the food, the smell. I mean, but I got to understand that no, I have to labor for myself. I have to discipline myself. I have to fast with. I want to meet God one on one. I want to have an intimacy with God. And I will fast. And I will go home and the Holy Spirit will tell me, you are fasting again. And I'm like, hey, God, then I will go home, then I have to fast again. I remember I, I went to buy 
protein and I went to buy a lot of stuff. I wanted to go to the gym. And right after I went to the house, gym is good. It's good to go to the gym, but I mean, this is my experience. This is my encounter. So it cannot be like you. I mean, when I went to the house, Apostle, then right after I got to the house, the Lord said I should do was it one week dry fasting. I'm like, ah, I mean, in this thing, I don't get it at all. After buying this protein and everything, I'm going to do dry fasting. Because I believe that after fasting from campus, I have to come back home, eat and get somebody and be, be yeah, I should gain weight a little bit. I should gain weight because uh, everyone has come home and everyone went. So I suppose you could remember that they will get to a time you people were not seeing me mostly when we, 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 we vacate. I mean, not that I don't want to come around because I was contained. I mean, I was occupied by fasting. So it was like I can't come around and have fun with my friends again. And fasting, I have to fast. I have to labor. And I have to labor in the Lord. And then we will fast. Then we come back home. Then I had some small, I had some spiritual sons and daughters. And one day the Lord said, we should fast for 60 days. And we're like, Papa, you will kill us. I'm not so you won't die. You won't die. We will fast for 60 days. And we will fast. Whilst I was on, I was, I was home. I go to school and the Lord would tell me to fast. But I didn't know that I was laboring and I was doing, I was growing in grace. And now I can tell that by that time that I fasted, it has helped me a lot now that now I can be able to stand and stand in the, in, in, in a silo. If now I'm seeing something, I'm prophesying, it is by the grace of God that, that those times, I live in time in fasting and prayers. I live in time in fasting and prayers. So I will go to the, I, will, I mean, now people don't want to fast again. Now we have a modern fast. The modern kind of fast. Oh, don't go there. So this modern fast in our youthful age, it's like we fast and we look at the 12 and we all we, we give our our own time when we want to break there's this modern fast people say oh it's good to break up too it's good to break up but me my fast is my fast is when the holy spirit tells me when to break when to break i can fast then the holy spirit can tell me fast and continue the next day and like hey sms we have to so that is exceeding grace you are laboring you are laboring and lastly, one thing I want you to know about the level of grace is that there is a spirit of grace. There is a spirit of grace. There is a spirit of grace. Zechariah chapter 12 verse 10 says that, I will pour upon the house of David and upon the, upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the spirit of grace and of supplication and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced and they shall mourn for him and as one mourn for his own son he shall be in bitterness for him and as the one in his bitterness for his firstborn now there is a spirit called the spirit of grace and when the spirit is, is the, the spirit and when the spirit is in operational in a person's life the person experiences grace that cannot be described Listen again, the, when this spirit of grace is in a person's life, the person experiences grace that cannot be described. If the grace upon your life can be described, it's not a spirit of grace. There is this grace that people will try to describe 
by the works that God will do is like they cannot describe because our God is indescribable. We cannot describe Him. So it is it is as far beyond any human imagination. The spirit of grace is, is as far beyond any human imagination. God describes it in His scriptures. In it is in the divine enablement that comes direct from God upon a man that the spirit grace makes people find favor with God and empowers them beyond their spiritual capabilities to obtain divine premise. This is the spirit refers to you. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10 verse 29. He said, Of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall be, shall he be taught worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God and have encountered the blood of covenant wherever he was sanctified and unholy thing and have done despite unto the spirit of grace nothing outstanding or extraordinary can be achieved outside the spirit of grace the good news is that this spirit is available to all believers who desire it from god to partake the spirit of grace you must first become a member of the house of david spiritually this is this is you must be a believer to partake in this grace you must be a believer and secondly you must hunger test and desire to receive the spirit of grace if there is no hang and test for it you cannot get this spirit of grace that we are talking about and you have to reach out for your life lastly you have to pray have to prayer is an essential magnet that attract the spirit of grace for your benefit prayer is the essential magnet that attract the spirit of grace for your benefit so acts of the lord the, i want to read like he said ask ye of the lord reign in the time of the latter rain so the lord shall make bring shall make bright cloud and give them showers of rain to every everyone grass in their field so now this is that this is what we, i want you to know for tonight and then i think tomorrow we will continue about this is what i want you to know tonight i want you to know that there are levels of grace and you want to get to that level you want to get that level accepting christ is not enough but there is a great grace that is there for us there is a great grace that is there for us there is a growing grace that is there for us there is an exceeding grace and there is a spirit of grace i don't know how hunger you hang for this i don't know how thirsty you are for this but i'm here to tell you if you are able to grow in this grace you will experience you see, sometimes as a man of god they will say that i did not know how i was able to do this i want to share a testimony i mean that when i i, I was growing up i told myself that god at the age of at my 20s and my 30s god helped me to get something on my own help me to acquire things on my own because i looked into my family and i was i realized that the young men in my family are not able to acquire things on their own they get these things or they rely on their their uncles their their fathers before they can get all these things and i told myself and i prayed this prayer i remember i prayed in my secret place when after i received christ i said god I want to be someone 
that will depend on my own, build something on my own at my 20s and my 30s. And with this, you need a greater grace to do this. You won't need anything. So what we were doing, what I was doing, and I remember, <coughs> you see, when you want to do something, there is this, we, there is this financial grace. Sometimes you want to do, you want to build something and you have to give something to God. You have to do that. So I remember when I, I was saying this, there were times that I have to take my investment and put it in the house of God to get things, to purchase things for God. And I remember I have to go and borrow loan and just to go and give an offering to God, a fundraising to God. And I could call I can call a friend, I mean, a very good friend of mine, a very, very good friend. Then I'll tell him that, Nana, this is what I want to do. Please, I'm, I want a loan money to give in to a pastor, a friend of mine. I'm so into his life. So later, I will send it back to you. And I will just take something. I will just take 1,000 Ghana cities. Sometimes I will just take 2,000. And it's like, he, he was like, hey, he, See this again, I'm like, yeah, I have to do this because God wants me to do that for him. I said, okay, so you are a man of God, so you understand what you're doing. So I would do all these things, and it got to a time that I needed to build something for myself. Then I told God that God, with this that I have done for you, please help me to build. People of God, I'm telling this to the glory of God that how I was able to build, how was I was able to acquire and build and get to that point where I am now, I can tell you it is by the grace. There is an exceeding grace for that. How I was able to get the finances to be to build that it is by sometimes it doesn't make sense when you go and borrow. I didn't go to borrow money to do investment, I went to borrow money to give to God. I want to borrow money to give to a pastor. It doesn't make sense. Sometimes it, it looks crazy, but I can tell you what God has helped me to acquire by that grace and by that financial. What, what I didn't know that whilst I was doing that, I was building, I was building. He was giving me that grace to be able to build, to be able to do something. It's just like when you are fasting, the more you fast, people will tell you what, what form, they will tell you, describe that you are growing lean, your, your dress does not look good on you. People can tell you, you can even get an officer, you can do this. Listen, there is no way. I, I remember one day we were fasting and I, I was going on a dry fast and the church was just fasting for 21 days and I decided to go on a dry fast, mind dry fasting. I just take in a little water and that is all and i remember i felt certain sharpings in my belly and i was finding difficult and we went for a prayer meeting and a man of god minister and said this is what they want to do this is what they want to do i mean they want to develop uh, an answer for you and i'm like an answer in the time of fasting oh that is a mistake and i'm like they have made a mistake one of their biggest mistake is that they have made a bigger mistake in their life and also in the time of me fasting drive for god and this is what god told me that fast for me 
this is not what I sense, but I heard the voice of God. So when I went home and we, after our first morning session of prayer, I was going to bath and I went to him and I heard in my spirit, I take an anointing oil, pour some in your mouth, drink some. And I took the anointing and I drank it and I, I the Lord said, wrap some on your belly and I did that. And right after that, I don't know up to now where that pain vanished. And I'm like, the devil cannot give me ulcer when I'm fasting. It can never happen. There is a greater grace for that. You see, sometimes we need to yearn. And I said, as I always say, I put this, if I would die, I would die. I know how the enemy used, used to use me to do his work. Oh, you can walk and you do a lot. Oh, you can just you'll be tired and you'll be just doing set unnecessary things. But now that we have been saved by God and we can't do these things for Christ, no, that is a mistake. So whatever you are doing, once you do that, you pray you are earning some grace. There are levels of grace. Please don't end at where you are. Don't end there. I came to encourage you that if you end there, you have filled yourself and filled the kingdom of God. You feel yourself and you feel the kingdom of God. You feel yourself. And you can't be the only person. Listen, you you are you you want to be the only person to fill the kingdom of God. You don't do you know how you look like? Do you know what will happen? Once Bible said in heaven they are there are the cloud of witnesses they are watching us and you want to be the only person that will get to heaven and they will mention your name just like as we have written exams and they will mention your name maybe you will mention your name Emmanuel to four you are the last you are the you are the you are the one that's that's that at the end of this exam you, you you ended up being in the position of 125 billion billion among all these believers this position i was able to acquire for myself oh then that is a mistake you can do that i came to encourage someone that after this great this journey of god trying to end more the, the theme is the engine of grace i don't know what engine that you want i don't want an engine of a mini cooper it will be very small i there you see the engine the engine of a ship will not be compared to the engine of a car. It will be very big. I want a big engine of grace in me. By the end of this conference, I don't know of you. I don't know of you. I want a big engine of grace in me. Because there is more that I want to do for God. And if that is what I want to do, then I have to yearn for it. I have to get there. So tonight, I want you to know there are levels of grace and you can't settle for less at where you are. Wake up. I know you go to work, sometimes you get tired. Wake up and pray. Don't let anybody call you and wake up, wake you up to pray. Wake up, tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I'm going to sleep. Wake me up. I have developed a time of life in me that's apostle. When we are all going to sleep, eh, I will go to, I can go to bed early, but in between every hours, I have to wake up. All because when I was in Ghana, I, around this time, 
I will be praying and I'll be walking around my house, be praying, be praying. So I have developed a kind of lifestyle with the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit have to wake me up at 12, at 1, at 2 every time so i'm that kind of person sometimes i even go to bed early so that i can sleep that i can have enough time to, to pray because i wanted to develop something i wanted the greater grace i i still want the grace to pray not just to receive something from god but i want the grace that i want to communicate with god in prayer one-on-one -on -one in prayer a day prayer two days prayer not asking for cash not asking for money but just praying in tongues with him just like that with him the grace to remain in prayer just like that in him i don't know of you but i'm here i hear in my spirit that i am releasing grace of prayer tonight i want to pray for you that any grace of prayer you will need that may you receive the grace to pray that from today you will not spend just two hours in prayer but you will not also go in god's presence just to ask for something but you will get there and that will be a time that you will spend time and have intimacy with the holy ghost Two hours, three hours, without not asking anything, without not saying a word, but you just get there and you are praying and you are lifting up your voice. Just asking, just interceding, just praying in tongues. This is the prayer that I want to pray, and this is what I am hearing in my spirit. There is a rain of revival that. God is releasing a grace, a grace to pray, a grace to begin to pray. Because I see doors opened. Yeah. I see doors opened. And yeah. the Lord is speaking to me that He's releasing keys. Listen, Christ. when you have keys, which means that you have the power to shut the door and open it. When you have the keys, in the key is not in your hands when the keys is not in your hands and it is in the hands of somebody which means that mm. it is closed by someone and opened by someone which means that the blessing is determined by someone and is is closed by another person because you cannot go in and take that which belongs to you but the time that when the person wants that is when he wants to open because spiritually i am seeing doors doors i'm seeing doors i am seeing doors and i'm seeing that the door there is a key there is a key and the lord is ministering to me that from today he is giving you the key to be in charge of your blessings. He is giving you the key to be in charge of your life. Listen, what I'm saying, we are going to experience this. Nobody, you are going to have a vision. I want to speak to somebody here. You are going to have a vision. And in that vision, the Lord is going to direct you what to do because i am seeing someone who is torn in, in in between making a decision a decision that is going to affect your future but i'm hearing the lord that he has granted the keys which means that he is going to show you whom to select what to do where to go 
I am seeing that in the, in the same vision, I am seeing a young man here. You are going to operate in a prophetic dimension of your calling. And listen, this prophetic dimension, you are going to determine when you want to prophesy and when you don't want to prophesy, which means that God is granting you the access to enter into the prophetic and go deeper and see big patterns like what you are more than what you are seeing now and we want to pray this prayer you want to tell god that god any key that i will need to open that door may you give it to me any key that i need to open that door may you give it to me in the name of I don't know. Um, let me just do this tomorrow. We will continue and then we will just we will continue. Apostle, I don't know if I'm allowed to. I'm seeing a lot of wedding, but I'm seeing there is a big celebration in the house. That there is a wedding mm -hmm. that is coming on that the Lord is going to do. That the Lord is going to do. And we are going to celebrate great people here. I don't know, mm -hmm. but I want to give this prophetic word i'll make it general i'll make it general that if you are in a relationship and the relationship that you are in thank you lord the relationship that you are in it is draining you it is draining you it is draining you you are emotionally down you're emotionally down and this relationship you are even thinking about it and about the person that this person you don't know when the person will be, be ready be ready because you discuss with the person and the person is giving you stories that take your time is He's doing a lot of stars. Now, the Lord is telling me to tell you that. Thank you, Lord. That he, thank you, Lord. Now, the Lord is telling me to give you the scripture. And he said, even your fathers on this earth, even them, if they, you request for fish, you request for fish, and they don't give you snake then what about your father in heaven what about your father in heaven there's a prophetic word that whatever decision that you have to take on your relationship that is draining you that you yourself you know that it will not work and it will not get anywhere please come out from that please come out from that come out from that because if god who is your father won't give you anything to drain you won't give you anything to drain you won't give you anything for you to be affected emotionally for you to be affected motion because this is what i'm hearing because god has prepared something good for you god has prepared something good for you and 
Amen. Right after you come out, you will meet. Okay. All right. Let me just. Man, every mankind and man, locate your man of God. Know the kind of man of God God has given to you. I have a lot of mentors. I have a lot of fathers. But there is one father that God has given to me. That is my spiritual father. That's Apostle Walter. That God has given to me. And out of it, I honor him and his ministry. So you want to honor Apostle and the ministry. Because he is the one that God has given to you. And through him, your blessings will be released to you. So I just want to give this. I posted the, the, the uh, mobile money, the account that we can contribute. This one, anything that you can do to support God, you just want to do it. Send a seed today so that God will bless you as, as I end the hand over to a post. Okay. Okay, so please, we can post the number there so that the, everyone will see. You just take the number, then you just send your seed, any seed that you can do. Just send the seed. So God bless you, Apostle. Please, you can take it. Sorry for taking a lot of your time today. Amen and amen. God bless you, Prophet Emmanuel, my brother for being a blessing unto us i believe um whatever that he has declared it is a confirmation of what has we already written in the books of eternity every single thing that the prophet declared i know for a fact is going to be established in your life it doesn't matter what you are being through it will come to pass i don't care about the delay i am a perfect example of the manifestation of prophecy i quite remember when i was young one of my mentors and fathers, Prophet Nana said, I can't remember. I was going to high school and my mom took me to him and said, your son is going to school, pray for him. At that time, I was going to Pokuwari. And he laid hands on me and said, Mama, Obama, Cardinal, some got ministry. And he looked at me and said, go and start a prayer ministry. And I mean, at that time, I didn't understand what he was talking about. I used to sleep at church. I quite remember gone are the days where I would sleep at church and after preaching, uh, Reverend Abiyakofi would use his mantle and slap me and say, young boy, you will do my work. I didn't understand what he was saying. I went through high school, I mean, ups and downs, all kinds of crazy things. I mean, Talk of what I mean a teenager can do. I did everything. Prophet knows me. But in this moment, I encountered grace. I encountered the personality, as he said. And God turned my life around. 
every prophetic word that has come upon your life i decree and i declare let there be an instant manifestation if it has taken 17 years i don't care he said by the word of the prophet they came out by the word of the prophet they were delivered i speak over your life let there be a manifestation he said and noah found grace in the midst of chaos noah found grace the lord separated him out of the midst of the people and the lord secured noah and his family i stand upon the authority of the word of god and i speak into your life where the joint grace is available that you your prophetic destiny will be established that whatsoever god has written in his books concerning your life concerning your marriage concerning your destiny concerning your ministry it will come to pass within 24 hours let there be a divine shift let there be a paradigm shift let the nations of the earth turn towards you let men and women turn towards you let any closed door be open in the name of jesus i prophesy and i decree and i declare let every horn that has resisted your prophetic destiny be crushed in the name of jesus every monitoring spirit any eye any serpentine eye that has monitored your growth that comes in and quenches your fire i release the sword of the lord let these evil eyes be crushed in the name of jesus Amen. from today that spirit that comes to you in your sleep i release the word that man that woman that projects himself or herself into your dreams the moment they try let them die and let them manifest in the name of jesus i Amen. prophesy in the name of jesus anyone that has taken anything from you and as a result has changed or interchanged your glory for their their messed up destiny i release the word let there be a divine exchange let whatsoever they have taken in the name of jesus let there be a divine exchange now i prophesy to anyone who has gone through these two days as today is the second day you are in your season of divine election divine exemption and divine acceleration in the name of jesus i prophesy enter into your season of rest enter into your season of abundance enter into your season of manifestation your hands will touch that which you have prayed for your hands will touch that which the lord almighty has written in his books for you now i command let there be divine assistance today tomorrow divine assistance Amen. i hear divine Amen. assistance divine Amen. assistance Amen. let the lord be deployed let the hand of the lord be deployed and let the lord honor you Amen. in every single thing that you do in jesus name we pray amen, amen. and amen. amen so amen. god willing tomorrow we will start early today we all came late and i believe tomorrow i want us to come in i joined in around seven i mean we've been praying since seven so i want us to do well to come early 
invite somebody. I mean, I will push that prayer to tomorrow. Prophet will do that. Invite somebody. As you invite somebody, we will pray prayer for you. And we will believe God to do certain things in your life. Whatever you have sown, I pray and I declare, let the Lord honor you. Let great things honor you. Let things that you could never acquire and to do because of your giving, the giving of your time, the giving of your food to fast, the giving of your money, your resources, the giving of your strength, even the giving of your typing and your sharing of the flyers. I pray and I petition heaven. Let Jehovah Jireh come through when you are in need. Let yeah. the Lord be your very present help. Amen. When people are accusing you, let the Lord stand in and defend you. I pray. Whenever they raise up an issue against you because of your sacrifice, let the Lord turn that issue into a blessing. Like how Joseph said, you meant it for evil, but the Lord turned it to a blessing. I pray this prayer for you. And as we are breaking out into our various I mean, rooms are various, I mean, apartments, whatever you are going to do, let the angel of the Lord stand next to you. In your sleep, let the Lord minister to you. I pray divine security. I use you as a point of contact and I pray for your loved ones. None of them will die. I bind the spirit of death. It will not come close to you. Anyone spiritually, they have marked. Oh, Fali Kaskatai, on the 25th of this month, that you will not see 26th because there's a great door that is coming to you. I return it back to sender. Your enemies will die and you will rejoice at your funeral in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for releasing your angels to manifest your glory to your people. And I pray after this prayers. Let your people have divine encounters in the amen. name of Jesus. Amen. And also shout aloud, Amen. 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 And amen. amen. God bless you, Prophet. God bless you, Prophet. Uh, I believe you've done a great work teaching. It's hard for you to find prophets these days who can teach and prophesy and pray. And I believe that. I mean, this prophet is a, is, a, is, a, is a one of a kind. It is hard for you to find prophets, I mean, young ministers on fire outside the country. I mean, in Europe, pure, authentic prophet. It's hard to find them move in that accurate prophetic. It's hard. And we thank God we have one in our midst. So I want us mm -hmm. to spend time as you are going to sleep. Just spend five minutes. So a uh, word of prayer into the prophet's life. Tomorrow, we are continuing our fast. So please don't eat. Those of us who haven't been able to join us, please don't eat. I mean, just sacrifice tomorrow. Tomorrow, come light. Come light. <laughs> Don't come heavy. When I said come light, hey, Dirty just loud. He said, Oh my God, Apostle, I have some food I want to clear before coming. Don't worry. 
become light. Hallelujah. God bless everyone. God bless you, Nana Bonsu Tiwa. Um, Daniela Tiwa, there's a good news. I see rings. Anytime I see Tiwa, I see rings. There's a good news coming your way, Tiwa. I pray for Deborah. I pray for Daniela. Louisa, Manuela, Mami P, Dorothy, Gitti, Mary, Portia, Becky, Prince, Gerald, Elizabeth, Lydia, and anyone who connected. At the end of this week, let the Lord open three strategic doors in your life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I want us to share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen and amen. God bless you for joining. God remember you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Have a wonderful night. And see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.